This is the Gizern Roastcast. My name is Philip Ackerblom and I'm your host. Let's go down the rabbit hole of knowledge, experimenting and how to build a business over a cup of coffee. For you who's been roasting for a while, you know that the most important is to take care of your babies and the maintenance is one of the most important things when roasting a lot of coffee. So that's why we're going to have this topic today and there's no better to talk with than the expert himself from Giesen Factory, uh, Ashwin. Hi there. Hi there, Philip. Hello. How are you today? Yeah, I'm fine. I'm fine. Thank you for uh, for inviting me. Yeah, this is quite of an interesting subject, but uh, because mm-hmm. sometimes myself, I don't like to read a manual. So I, I'm more of this kind of person who just like dig into the roaster and start roasting. And then suddenly, yeah, yeah. then suddenly I get an error and I don't know what it is. <laughs> no, no, it takes me like, I suppose, most people. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, for the people who listen uh, and have never met you or heard your voice when they've been calling the Geese and support, uh, who, mm. who are you and how? when did you start working for Geese? Well, uh, yeah, I'm Eshwin Wilke. I'm uh, 20 years old. Uh, six years ago, I did start uh, to work for Giesen, and uh, throughout the years, I've, uh, um, how do you say that? Yeah, uh, after a while, I started at the, at the support, so I'm doing that for like four years now. And uh, yeah, sometimes I also do visit uh, some customers to, to uh, make repairs or to install a machine or to advise people. So yeah, that's a little bit of my story. Yeah, what kind of roasters are you working with? Is the whole range, or are you specialized in like some kind of roasters? Or uh, yeah, I'm, uh, I must say that uh, the the, the uh, standard shop roasters, I suppose, it's more or less my speciality. But um, I also have uh, helped with like uh, installing a, a W60 or a, a and things like that. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, 140 is quite big. It's quite big, so you need a couple of hands <laughs> in this case. So that's why. <laughs> yeah. So look, we in this episode here, we let's uh, talk a bit about more like the shop roasters, like up to th- mm-hmm. maybe like 30 kilo or 30 kilo is uh, is. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. Yeah. yeah. I think uh, that the basics for for every roaster are uh, a little bit of the same regarding the the, the maintenance and things like that and things you, uh, you have to keep an eye on. So yeah. But like when I order a roaster, uh, what do you think is the most important things to take in consideration before I just like order the roaster? Like in, in consideration to like the setup like where I should place the roaster or like what's the best condition for the machine to stand in? Um, yeah, first of all, you need to know uh, what kind of uh, room you have, where you where you like to roast in. You need to know, I suppose, the capacity that you need. Uh, you need to, uh, because you need to know what production you are, uh, yeah, what production will be. Um, also, like the environment rules, it's uh, per country, it's, uh, yeah, it's different or per place where you are and things like that. Yeah. So, like, also what kind of gas maybe, if natural gas yeah, or... Gas, pro- uh, electricity, uh, it's also possible to roast uh, on an electric machine. So, yeah, 
Yeah, you just launched like uh, W15 as electric. Yeah, uh, I believe uh, we have launched it and uh, they are still working on it. And I'm not quite sure when the first one will be built. But uh, in the factory, we are uh, working really hard on the W15E. That's correct, indeed. Yeah, I think well, I, I I sold a roaster to a, a girl in north of Norway and she bought an electric mm-hmm. one. And it's a mm-hmm. lot of electric power you need for going with those machines. Yeah, that's correct because she, uh, gas has like uh, a very high uh, energy level, and to, to uh, get it with uh, electricity, it's a pretty high job. So therefore, you need like uh, yeah, a lot of electricity. Yes. New, maybe you can have your own nuclear power plant too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe in the future you will need it. <laughs> no, but the, yeah, so. The gas and the electric is quite important before you order your roaster to see that you have the capacity in your building, I think. Yeah, correct. Uh, you need like a three-phase connection. I don't have the parameters of here right now, but uh, you need uh, like a lot of uh, electric power. So it could be that uh, it's something that needs to be built in inside the building then. And also, uh, you would need some some different uh, fuses that can hold uh, hold this machine. And uh, these are like the, the things you need to think about before you ordering uh, this kind of machine. Then we have uh, ventilation. What's the like the you have also like you can have the exhaust outside the roaster, like the shaft collector outside or inside. Yeah, uh, from of the uh, the WPG and the W1 uh, always have like this internal cyclone. This means that you only need like one chimney in that case. And with the W6 and the W15, you have the option to uh, take our internal cyclone, what makes it you only need like one uh, chimney, or you can choose for the external cyclone. This means that you need two two chimneys, one for the um, roasting air and one for the cooling air. The yeah, I believe the difference between the both machines is that uh, it's way easier to maintain the a machine with external cyclone, but you lose a lot of space. Uh, and with the internal cyclone, it's uh, a bit easier to place it, especially in a small room. So yeah, these are. Uh, and, options you have done. Yeah, and the ventilation needs to go directly outside. You can't connect it to the internal ventilation system. No, that's correct. As our machines do regulate their own uh, under pressure or their own airflow, uh, if you, you connect it at uh, an other, let's say, an other chimney or uh, other air system or, or whatever, uh, it can it can influence the machine. What makes it you get uh, all these kinds of errors, error messages, and that the machine doesn't uh, want to start up because yeah, because of safety. Yeah, yeah. it's uh, some kind of safety issue then. Yeah, and uh, well, I would say like when you're roasting a lot, uh, how like how important is it to to clean the ventilation system when you're roasting? It's very important because you have all these kind of uh, oils and dust, things like that, that will build up inside the machine itself, but also inside the chimney, what can cause uh, can cause a fire over a while when, um, yeah, when the machine isn't um, maintained very well or the chimney isn't uh, sweeped very often. 
So if so I so if I roast like ten batches every day, should I do? How often should I clean the ventilation? Um, yeah, for the chimney, I'm not quite sure, but with the machine, we always say uh, we have like this counter for the hours that you are roasting, so the real roasting hours. This means that the burner itself has been set on them. And um, after 400 hours, we uh, advise to have like a full maintenance of the whole machine. This means that we take uh, take part of uh, the machine, we take out the roasting fan, we take out the pots, we clean everything inside the machine so it will run as, uh, yeah, as a new one again. And for the chimney, what I do tell the most people, um, you can see a certain percentage of the fan, of the roasting fan. You will see that after a while, when the chimney gets a bit more clogged up, that this fan percentage will rise. And the fan percentage is not a hard number. It's different in every situation. But when you install the machine and you have a look at it, and you see that after a while, the percentage is going up like maybe 10, 20 or 30 percent. It gives you a little bit of an indicator that, that something needs to be cleaned mm. in that case. Yeah, that is quite important. Like it's very flammable, the the dust or the chaff that's com- coming out from the roaster. It is, it is indeed, correct. So, yeah, so in the ventilation, maybe to have this kind of uh, opening so you can come into the ventilation system and clean. Uh, so it's not like a solid fixed system. No, that's, uh, yeah, that's that would be wise indeed, uh, especially at the uh, at, uh, bands at, uh, in, in, in the chimney. These are the most common places to, to place like these doors to clean, uh, clean the chimney out. And uh, the actual burner, like, is it anything maintenance around the burner? Do you need to clean the burner or it cleans itself? No, uh, the, uh, you, uh, the burner also uh, needs to be cleaned. We normally, uh, when we do the maintenance of the machine, uh, after these 400 hours, we will take out the burners and uh, just clean them with compressed air. Yeah. Um, but you can also see it in, uh, in the flame. Normally, you would like to have this beautiful blue flame, but you will see that when the banner gets dirty or uh, there's not enough air, especially with the premix of the premix burners, that you get this more orange flame yeah. after a while. And yeah, this is also, I believe, an indicator that uh, yeah, that the banner needs to be cleaned or taken out or that something uh, uh, is is wrong. Uh, so. Then I have this, uh, you know, the bearings that's helping the drum roll, mm-hmm. like rotating. Mm-hmm. Correct. They are, yeah, quite a unique Swedish invention. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was still wearing that, to be like, honest. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> but is there something I need to take in consideration when been roasting for a long time with the bearings? Yeah, um, normally, um, my personal advice would be for the front bearing to have a look uh, maybe every three months to take off the, the bearing cap, uh, clean the bearing uh, with like a towel, take out a little bit of the uh, old um, old grease and put some new grease in. This will make that the bearing doesn't uh, break uh, after a while. And uh, with a little, with all the roasters in the 
that's a back bearing is possible to uh, uh, buy a grease gun and then uh, put it uh, put it at the bearing housing and then you can add some uh, some grease in it. And if you do this like maybe every two three months, then uh, you are almost sure that the bearings will last uh, for for a very long time. And the back, and for, the, the back bearing. Sorry. How is the maintenance with that? It like, should be. Is it uh, critical to to grease the bearing in the back, or is it only the front? Uh, no, you need to uh, grease both bearings. Uh, the front bearing, you can just take off this bearing cap, uh, and in the back bearing, uh, you have like this nipple where you can attach this uh, grease gun at with our machines. Then nice. So. Uh, have I missed anything regarding we have been talking about like the gas, the ventilation, the greasing? Yeah, maybe electric connections. Uh, it's something you need to work out and be aware of. Um, yeah, also some people uh, like to choose to do their own maintenance and only let us come over for like, uh, yeah, maybe every year just uh, just to be sure if the machine is still running well and if everything is fine. Um, yeah, we also have instructions on how to maintain the machine. Uh, so if so, if I, people I, need this kind of information, yeah, yeah. is it possible to yeah. da download or is it videos or how do I get this kind of information? Uh, yeah, we are uh, working uh, uh, at these kind of videos right now. We are already have some on our website on the knowledge space where you find a lot of information about roasting about the machine but also about maintenance and things like that um i believe nowadays with the manual you will also receive some pages on how to do the maintenance um so there you will find the information and if you can't find it you can always write an email towards uh, support at geason.com yeah, and then uh, we will uh, help you further. Nice. Uh, there's also one thing regarding uh, I have like the angles of the ventilation. How many, like, how can I bend the ventilation before it's not working for the? How many bends can I have on the ventilation? Yeah, uh, we normally advise uh, at the chimney. Uh, First of all, to, to maybe have, um, let's say, for the first half meter, meter to have like a horizontal pipe, and then you go, can go off with a band. And our advice would be to have like two bands of 90 degrees or four bands of 45 degrees. As uh, every band gets the machine, um, of, yeah, the machine needs to work harder with every band you make inside the chimney. And also, our advice is to have the chimney not longer than, than 10 meters. And that's for all roasters or only the small ones? Um, yeah, we advise it for all roasters. I must say that um, the machine can handle more, but uh, as the chimney gets dirty over time and things like that, it would be, uh, it would be wise to, to uh, yeah, not go higher of uh, or make the chimney longer than the 10 meters we advised mm. and how the diameter of the ventilation what's to recommend there yeah it depends on every machine the w1 has like a, a chimney of 100 millimeters then the w6 we advise to have a chimney of 150 millimeters 
um, yeah, and so on and so on. So every machine has its own uh, dimension of uh, of the chimney. But normally, it's um, it's also that the bigger is better for the chimney. Okay, so you can have like a 15 kilo roaster, mm-hmm. W15, mm-hmm. and then you have like a 500 diameter. That's okay. Yeah, it would be okay if, uh, if you have the possibility. Yeah, the machine is, has been made to, to uh, attach a, a chimney of 200 millimeters, and that will, will work fine. Yeah. But uh, let's say with W6, we sometimes get the question if people uh, can build uh, a 200 millimeter pipe at the machine especially when they think that they will grow over the years. So they don't have to build a new chimney, but can just replace the W6 for, let's say, a W15 in this case. And uh, what's the most common questions you get when people are calling up in the support? What's the most common that they want? Yeah, we, uh, of course, we get a lot of questions uh, regarding the maintenance that we are talking about right now. But also, uh, people like to know uh, what are the most important things to have, or the most uh, sorry, the most uh, most important parts to have on site for when the machine breaks. Um, also, when people install uh, the machine, they uh, ask us if the chimney is okay, if the electric wiring is okay, and yeah, things like that. Um, and uh, also how the machine uh, functions. We got a lot of questions about that. Yeah, but uh, what I really like that the, all your like parts are really like uh, uh, European standard parts. So it's quite easy for like electrician and ventilations in your local country to adapt and understand how the machine is working. So mm-hmm. I usually like before I call the geese and support. I usually first go to my local electric company or my local ventilation company to help me out. Maybe it's a relief for you guys before all the people start calling you when they can maybe find the help very local. Yeah, exactly. And also the, 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 uh, the electric drawings are always with machines. So, uh, if you need some assistance of an electrician, electrician or, um, yeah, other people, I believe all the information is there to, to assist you in this case. Yeah. yeah, because you never know when you need help, because even if you clean and do the maintenance, things can happen. And uh, it's good to know that there are help close by. Yeah, yeah, correct, correct. Yeah, it's all mechanical and uh, uh, things like that. And normally mechanical parts can break also well. Yeah. It's uh, always yeah, hard to tell when something will break, of course. Uh, if I need spare parts, how do I, do I call you or do, uh, go, go, do I go to the website or? Yeah, we did work on a uh, web, uh, web store where people can order the spare parts themselves. Right now, uh, not everything is visible for every customer. So uh, in that case, uh, we also advise you to just contact us, uh, tell us, uh, the problem you have or the price you like to uh, get. And uh, we also need them to know how old the machine is so we are sure that it's sending out the right parts. Um, yeah, and if you like to call, you can always uh, call us at first with these kind of questions. Yeah. And sometimes uh, when you're stressed as a roaster, maybe you can go a bit too dark and then you get a fire. 
what's the most important thing to think of if you get a fire inside the drum? Um, yeah, I always advise people, first of all, to never open a door and press the reset button. The machine itself is built to, to hold these kinds uh, of fires, but when you open like the beam release door uh, at the front plate, or when you have like an internal fire, that also happens sometimes at the cyclone. Um, yeah, if you open it, you will get some oxygen with it, and you will see that the fire gets bigger in this case. So always keep everything closed and press the reset button so that all the fans will uh, stop working in this case. And at uh, external cyclones nowadays, we have um, this this uh, water connection. Mm -hmm. So when you have like fire, you can add some water in it, uh, so the fire will uh, will go out a bit faster. And yeah, the machine itself can also handle uh, some water in the drum as there, uh, there are no uh, electric uh, parts over there. Uh, is there like also one thing that can occur is if I've been roasting and I don't been greasing the bearings, uh, mm -hmm. the, the fuse can get off. Yeah. What's the easiest way to like, un like if the I have any fuse that been uh, got off how to understand what the problem is um normally you get uh, if you are talking about a drum you get this uh drum overload warning yeah in that case you know that uh, the, the, there is something up with the, with the drum motor what really happens is the drum motor is demanding more power than it should be and just for safety reasons, the machine will switch the motor off there. Yeah. Um, and uh, it could be uh, because you didn't grease bearings or because the drum distance wasn't uh, far enough from the front plate. Uh, what will make that the drum is scraping against the front plate uh, and therefore the motor needs to work a little bit harder. Mm. Um, what I would advise is to have, in that case, first have a look at the bearings if they are dry, or check the, 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 the distance between the drum and the front plate. And when everything has been set as it should or had, you, you grease the bearings and you make sure that the distance is uh, okay, then you can just reset the, the fuse that you are talking about and uh, go for the roasting. Mm. When you adjust the, the drum, uh, when should I do it when it's hot or cold? It's normally uh, in our manual, we, we tell people to, to stop with the cold machine and then adjust the drum as far as possible towards the, the front plate until you hear a little bit of a scraping sound and then rotate the bearing back clockwise, like in half a turn. Yeah. And then start up start up the roaster so so the roaster will get hot all the metal will expand and then every time you hear the scraping sound just give it a half turn at the at the, at the front bearing nice this will make that the, the the distance between the front plate and the drum is um get as close as possible so you don't have uh, a lot of ashes or dirt or beads inside the little ashtray in front uh, yeah in front of the drum yeah great is there any extra safety the like uh, yeah, 
like uh, tools that I need uh, to. You've talked about the grease gun and. Uh, yeah, uh, we also supply some tools for adjusting the drum and uh, some Allen keys and things like that. Uh, so you can do like the small adjustments yourself. Do you have, um, do you have like an emergency kit? <laughs> Uh, yeah, we also have an emergency kit, but yeah, the tools are normally supplied with machine. Uh, the emergency kits are more the most uh, important parts you will need. Uh, that you will need when you are like in an uh, in an uh, in a situation when something happens with the machine. So all the uh, most important parts are there in the in the emergency kit. Mm. So uh, this you can roast down right away after something happens. Yeah. What kind of parts are the easiest one to break? We do see, especially when people do like uh, the maintenance themselves, we sometimes see that the burner controller will break as uh, the burner controller is a very sensitive part. And when you make some connections at the ignition pins, uh, you will see that that burner controller controller can break very easily. Is that the red box uh, in the back? Yeah, that's correct. That's the red box in the back, indeed. Further, we supply, of course, some fuses with machine. There are some glass fuses for the 24-volt circuit that are very important. We have some relays that uh, all the time, it could be that a relay gets a bit sticky and it needs to, needs to be replaced. Uh, also, the, the sensors are there. The, the pr- pro? The, the air and the probes, indeed. Okay. The air and beam probe. So when uh, when one of the uh, probes will break, you have the, the, the possibility to, to uh, replace it. And then uh, we also have the, the manuals for that on how to repli- uh, replace this uh, these kind of uh, parts. Yeah. How easy is it to break the sight glass? <laughs> uh, the sight glass, well, when you just leave it, I believe you will be okay. But it needs to, uh, needs to be cleaned uh, some uh, So if I, uh, if I drop it or something like that? Yeah, then it will break uh, immediately. It's, uh, yeah. yeah, it's a, so maybe have, that's a small blend, so yeah. <laughs> so maybe have an extra in the, for safety reason, if I drop it. Exactly, exactly. I believe also, uh, we also will supply always a second side glass for, as well as the burner, as the, um, but also for the, for the bean side glass at the drum. So you will always have like a second one. Uh, but when you break one, it would be uh, advisable to, to to order a new one, so uh, yeah. so that you have a spare one. Uh, uh, you talked about the burner controller. Uh, do I need to clean the actual uh, ignition? Uh, what do you call uh, this? Uh, yeah, you mean the ignition pins? Yeah. Is it? Do you need? Do I need to clean this one, or is it? Um, yes, uh, sometimes if they don't work well, uh, we do see that are they need like a replace, uh, need to be replaced, uh, or you can clean them with like scotch brite to, to uh, clean, uh, clean the pins a little bit up. Um, but what we also sometimes see is that because these pins are made of metal and the burner is uh, giving them a lot of heat, that they will lower themselves a little bit, or makes that it doesn't recognize the flame anymore. Mm. And uh, so, yeah, in that case, you can make the adjustments to to, to put uh, the the uh, ignition uh, pins uh, a little bit higher. Will will make that they will work again. So 
that's uh, a little bit about things. Yeah. Yeah. Is there any maintenance around the cooling tray? You will uh, normally uh, the the cooling fan itself doesn't need to be cleaned. Of yeah, it doesn't really need needs to be cleaned, but it could be that you have some dust that will build up inside the chamber. Yeah. So you could choose to, to clean the, the fan. Uh, but under the cooling bin, you will see that yeah, the, the dust of the beans or the, uh, yeah, the crumbles of the beans will gather over there. So it would be wise to maybe clean under the cooling bin every, let's say, week or something. Yeah. Uh, especially if you roast a bit darker, you know, do you get uh, some of the coffee beans, they uh, yeah relieve as a big bit of... Uh, small part of the coffee bean that gets mm. stuck in the cooling tray holes. Yeah, exactly. And um, yeah, for the cooling bin itself and for the sieve, um, you can use like this uh, metal brush to to, uh, yeah. uh, to clean out the holes. So you will all, always maintain the, the, the yeah, right cooling airflow, let's call it that. Do you, have a special name? Do you have a special name for that tool? Uh, yeah, let me see. Yeah, they call it a, a wire brush, I believe, in English. Okay. Yeah, it's uh, that's what what I use for 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 the cooling seat, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So yeah. I use it every day or every week or. Yeah, you can maybe use it also every week when you're cleaning the whole whole. Uh, when you also clean under the cooling bin. Then mm. you are one hundred percent sure that all the holes uh, will uh, will stay free of dirt. And mm. yeah, and otherwise, just have a look at your sieve, and you will see that the holes will uh, will uh, will be clogged up after a while. Is there anything you think we should highlight that you hear about in the support? I believe it's yeah, it's very important to uh, clean the the cyclone. Uh, during roasting, very often, uh, normally I would recommend to do this. Let's say, yeah, maybe every ten, twelve batches, just to be sure that you don't get a fire at the uh, at the heights of the beans that will gather there. Uh, is it the same? Is this is this the same maintenance for internal and external cyclone? Yeah, the uh, internal cyclone is a little bit harder as you need to, uh, as you only can open the doors, you need to use like vacuum cleaner to get all the hives out. Uh, I must say yeah. that with an external cyclone, it's a little bit easier because you get have like uh, a bucket underneath the cyclone that you just can take off, throw away the, 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 the hides of the beans and put it back in so you can go on a bit faster than and also quite easier to access the 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 fan to to uh, like in the external yeah. cyclone you there's a opening so you can uh, clean it inside yeah that's correct uh, with the external uh, cyclone you can just take off the fan with uh without a lot of uh, yeah let's say problems but uh, with the internal cyclone you need to take uh, remove the roof of the of the machine you need to remove the Five that's in the middle, and after that you are able to to reach out uh, for the for the roasting. So mm. I believe an external cyclone for maintenance reasons would be a little bit easier. Yeah, yeah. What's, is there anything I need to take in consideration with the hopper, uh, like the green hop? Yes, sir. 
No, but like sometimes you can get like chef or like this was maybe like in the past time mm -hmm. to get fires, you know, like by the air connection that's on top of the roaster. You know, oh, there were a lot of chef maybe clogging in the by the green hopper. Mm, yeah, when uh, what I always do uh, when I do a maintenance, I take off the hopper just to have a look inside indeed the pipe that's uh, made there for the for the for the airflow in these. Yeah, I must say that ninety percent of the machines are very clean at a, at a, at, at at this part as the most heat is still there, and you will see that. Uh, yeah, that the pipes that you will find, let's say, later in the machine, that they will get more dirty than the pipe right behind the hopper. But it's always a, uh, it's always always wise to have a look uh, over there. And these when you do a maintenance yeah. of the machine, just to be sure. And one th thing that I like about your roasters are that they are very quiet. So it's quite easy to recognize if something is wrong. Like, <laughs> yeah. like you say, something if something is scraping or if you have buildups on the fan. It's quite easy to hear if something needs to be cleaned. Yeah, that's that's correct. Uh, it's also depending a little bit of the situation where the roaster stands, of course. But normally, when you hear a fan that gets louder, or you hear like a squeaking noise, or maybe a scraping noise, then nine out of ten times there, there, yeah, there, there will be something with the machine in the in the face indeed. Uh, so if the roaster breaks down yeah. and uh, they are like, oh, I have a lot of uh, coffee to roast, uh -huh. and in what step should they uh, take? Should they first like see if it's something they can work out themselves or should they call their local electrician or should they call the support first or what do you think um, to yeah. call? I believe you can always call us and we always try to, to assist you, but uh, it's, I believe, a, a little bit depending on the situation. Uh, we have like this standard situation with the gas. Uh, you have these people that, who, have, uh, who are using like gas bottles, the propane uh, uh, gas, and then sometimes you will see that the, it's just a bottle that's empty. Or they have like a regulator with some kind of safety because of the pressure that gets on the regulator that's uh, mm. failing at the moment. So it's not really the machine. And, okay. and what we also see is that uh, when you don't maintain the chimney that you, uh, like I told, uh, told in the beginning, that you will have like this fan that is rising more and more um, until you get like failures inside the machine because the under pressure isn't there. So it could be a chimney in that case. Yeah. So mm. these are things I believe uh, wise to check first if that's all okay. Yeah. And I've, there was one thing I was uh, thinking of. Uh, mm -hmm. um, if I get a gas leak, mm -hmm. Is it quite e easy to recognize or what's happening if I get a gas leak? Uh, inside the machine or? Or like in the hose, like in the propane connection or like, uh, is there some way to rec recognize if I get a gas leak? Yeah, uh, you can always smell gas, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. It's not something that you really can see. Maybe you can, uh, and maybe some, some loss of pressure, but that's most times a bit harder to see at first. Mm. 
Yeah, uh, maybe to have like this kind of gas leak liquid uh, to spray on the hose to see if it's bubbling. Oh yeah, 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 that's for sure. But therefore, we always advise, to be honest, to to have like, and I understand that with bottles it's a bit harder, but we always advise to have like uh, a certified gas technician who makes the uh, the whole setup towards the roaster. Yeah. So it's always the best to to contact the professionals. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I believe it's very important, especially with gas. Yeah, yeah. It's. Uh, yeah, I think that's the one to take in consideration that it can be really disaster if you get a gas leak or a fire. Or so, yeah. always <laughs> keep the professionals close by. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Indeed. But that, yeah, what's really nice talking to you Ashwin you know time flies when you have fun <laughs> yeah indeed indeed what's going faster than I expected to be honest <laughs> <laughs> I know there's so many things to talk about yeah uh, but uh, is there any last words you want to say to the listeners before we take off yeah um, I really enjoyed this conversation and I hope that everybody that listens that uh, they yeah that they can use this information and when they have questions, yeah, please just contact us and we uh, we will advise you with this guys. And how can I contact you? Is it uh, email or is it telephone or what's the best? Yeah, our email uh, for the support department is uh, support at reason.com. So H-U-P-P-O-R-T at reason.com. And number, our main number of reason is... You have a you have a support number or is it a switchboard? I believe right now we get like this support number, but right now we still have like this main number, and then uh, my colleague will uh, just uh, put you through to towards the support department in this guy. Okay, I think it's on your website as well. It, every, everything is on the website, so yeah. And then you have the my geese account as well, or yeah, but that's more or less for the profiler. For the profiling software. Okay. okay. And I believe in the in the future there will be a little bit more. Yeah. There's a. Uh, I really like working with you guys because there's so many new features coming up every day. Yeah. yeah. So. <laughs> it, it is. It is. So uh, it's, it makes it also very uh, very. Uh, how do you say it? Is interesting yeah. for me because you uh, every day uh, you can learn something and. Uh, get a little bit further yeah. well it was super nice talking to you Ashwin and send my regards to everybody down at the factory I will do that and uh, yeah thank you for your time Philip yeah take, thank you <laughs> okay. have, a, have, have a lovely day okay you too bye bye, bye.